Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm Awad here on a Thursday, January 25th in the 804, and we are live and local. Coaching news in the NFL, Harbaugh out at Michigan, wins a title this year, their first outright title since 1996, and will be announced later this week as the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, the Chargers. Move on from Brandon Staley towards the end of last season. Justin Herbert gets hurt, but he'll be healthy and working with Harbaugh. And we'll break down an article by Mike Freeman of USA Today who guarantees Harbaugh will win a Super Bowl with the Chargers. What about Billy Belichick out in New England? Well, we've got an update today on where he may be headed to coach next season. We'll... Go around college hoops in the state of Virginia with University Drive. The Spiders, Richmond wins, moves to 6-0 in the A-10 conference play after defeating GW. UVA, hard-fought victory over NC State in overtime. The revenge game, 59-53. Ryan Dunn with a strong double-double, 13 points, 12 rebounds to go along with six blocks. The big news locally... Involves the NBA. Washington Wizards head coach Wes Unsell Jr. Relieved as his duties as the head coach will move to a front office position as the Wizards have now already found their interim head coach and will seek to find a new head coach in the offseason. I think this is a move the Wizards had to make. Uh, nobody expected them to be this bad. A seven-win team right now through 43 games of the NBA season. And the tough thing was is I don't think you could fire Wes Unseld Jr. knowing what his dad, Wes Unseld Sr., meant to this organization and to the fan base. So they move him to a front office position. They're going to work hard now to find a new head coach for next season, a guy that can build with this young roster and the amount of picks that they're going to get. And I think moving on from Wes Unseld Jr. allows um, Winger and Dawkins to kind of Go ahead with the vision that they had planned themselves, which is to tank, which is to trade uh, maybe even Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma or just Tyus Jones and get more draft picks ahead of the trade deadline. But you guys know how we like to start the show every day by catching you up on anything you might have missed around the sports world. Who needs the ESPN app? Who needs TV when you've got the radio and the sports app? Here it is, everybody. And we begin in the NBA. So the Wizards have promoted Brian Keith from assistant coach to being named interim coach, replacing Wes Unsell Jr. And the Wiz have a game tonight at Capital One Arena hosting the Utah Jazz. Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Washington Wizards and Monumental Sports, Came out with a long statement today in very detailed in his open letter. He explains why he is moving Monumental Sports and Entertainment out of the nation's capital and to Alexandria. It's still a no for me, dog. Uh, but he says 44% of the fans who attend Wiz and Caps games are from Virginia. 41% are from Maryland. Only 15 are from D.C. The teams represent the DMV as a whole. They belong to the entire DMV. This will never change. I disagree. I, I just 
I wonder what's going to happen to Chinatown without, you know, 100 nights a year of professional sporting events. Oh, yeah, it's going to go to hell. Even worse than it already is right now. And, yeah, maybe 15% of Wizards and Caps fans combined are from D.C., but if you're just talking about Wizards fans, I would say that number's close to the 35%. You can't take the Wiz away from the city, Ted. You're turning in to Dan Snyder. Uh, but last night we mentioned the Wizards played against the T-Wolves. Anthony Edwards continues his incredible season. He put up 38 in the win, 118-107. to 107. Here's Ant Edwards for three on KFAN. 29 points off of turnovers they've accumulated off of 18 Washington turnovers is a season high. The Wolves work the shot clock down. He pulls up on a right side three and hits it. Suns Mavericks last night in the NBA. Suns on a six-game win streak. Mavericks, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving playing some really good basketball as of late. But Devin Booker was too good. Put on a show. Scores 46. Gets the Suns a seventh straight win. 132 to 109. Here's the call on KMVP. Played in the G League Ignite team as Booker gets free and drills another three. This one at the top of the arc. Devin Booker with 46 and counting. 120 to 97. Suns up. 406 to go. Bucks and Cavs. Giannis puts up a triple double in his first game since the firing of head coach Adrian Griffin. Here's Giannis with a slam. 116 to 108. Here's the call on WTMJ. Giannis going the other way. It's Giannis, Beasley, Lillard, Lopez, and Middleton. Chris with nine points in this quarter. Giannis takes flight and sends it down again. Let's move over to the Australian Open here on the Sports app. Talk a little tennis as I was disappointed because the last American man remaining... Taylor Fritz lost to Novak Djokovic, so the semifinals are set. It's going to be exciting tonight. Uh, both matches beginning at 10.30. They'll play throughout the night. It is Yannick Sinner, the young Italian sensation, against number one seed Novak Djokovic. And then Danil Medvedev against Alexander Zverev to see who will advance to the final. I told you guys yesterday I have already placed a bet on Danil Medvedev to be this year's Australian Open champion. On the women's side, it was Zhang, the 12th seed, who advances in straight sets to the finals. And she will take on the winner of Coco Goff against Ariana Sabalenka. And last night, that game took place. Uh, actually, it was this morning at about 4 a.m. Goff battled hard in the first set, comes from behind, sends it to a tiebreaker. Sabalenka wins the first set tiebreaker, those 7-2, and then gets an early break on golf and wins the second set, advancing in straight sets, 7-6, 6-4. So it'll be Sabalenka against Zhang in the women's finals. Let's move over to the NHL on the Sports app. Every day on the Sports app, we track Alex Ovechkin's hunt for history, the great eight. Chasing the great one, Wayne Gretzky's career, 894 goals. Ovi, sitting at 830 career goals in the NHL, needs 64 to tie, 65 to become the greatest goal scorer in the history of the NHL. Last night, Caps got thumped 6-2 by the Avalanche. A couple days off before they face off against the Dallas Stars. Ovi, back on the ice for the second straight game 19 minutes 38 seconds more time on the ice last night but zero shots and zero goals 
uh, like I mentioned, still sitting at 8.30, only one goal in the entire month of January. Let's talk a little college hoops here on the sports app. Richmond over at the Robin Center in Henrico. Trailed at halftime to GW. GW can really score the rock. It's why I, I predicted yesterday GW would give Richmond the first loss of A-10 conference play. They scored 40 points in the second half. Problem was, Richmond scored 49. Comes from behind to win that game thanks to a big game from Isaiah Bigelow and a bigger game from Jordan King. So Richmond stays undefeated in the A-10. UVA with a victory in overtime against NC State. Got the revenge game after they lost in Raleigh just a week and a half ago. Ryan Dunn with the double-double. Ryan Dunn with a monster dunk in overtime. So big win there for UVA. How about Maryland in the Big Ten? That was a good one on the Big Ten Network last night. I'm watching it down by eight in the second half. Started chopping wood, cutting into the lead of Iowa. And then before you knew it, it was tied. Maryland had the ball in their hands. And it was Jameer Young going to the basket. Let's take a listen to the call on the Big Ten Network. Here comes Scott to the screen. Young to work on the run. Oh. Off the window, got it! 1.5 to play, and Maryland with the two-point lead. Jameer Young looking to play the role of hero in Iowa City. Great call by Maryland to get him to his strong hand. Young drives left and scores, and Maryland wins by two. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. We'll drive down Richmond Highway with the czar, Gary Hess, talking some local sports in Richmond, Virginia. That's at 115. Go around the NFL, 145 on NFL hits. And then VCU Athletics beat reporter for the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Zach Joaquin, will join us in studio for Inside the Ram Horns, presented by the Red Door Guys, talking all things VCU hoops on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. There's been a lot going on this week in the NBA. I will Head out on the fast break with AWOD, talking all things NBA at 2.15. We'll drive down Richmond Highway with the Czar at 1.15. Of course, every day on the fan at 1 p.m., it is the Richmond Commander. And I do want to really dive into the defensive coordinator options. I mean, all of the reports seem to be that the Commanders will hire Ben Johnson as the head coach. Now we got to get to the next stop, and that's really important as well, and that's defensive coordinator because Ben Johnson's going to team up with a young quarterback, and hopefully the offense can have success, but the defense has been a failure for two of the last four years under Ron Rivera. Joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, covers the commanders during the season, did a great work with the Washington Times. You hear him Monday through Friday from 10 to 12 noon. It's Michael Phillips. What's up, MP? That was exceptionally generous of you, given spotting him two of the four years, the defense not being terrible. <laughs> I, I, 
I don't know, man. Like there, there were weeks, there were stretches. I don't, I don't know if there were years. Well, if you're saying that, that that's interesting because you're the one that bet on Ron Rivera to have this defense playing better. <laughs> I, I bet against Jack Del Rio. I okay. didn't bet for okay. Ron Rivera. I it, it was it was a mistake for sure. It, it was a losing bet all the way. I I just I mean. I, I don't know how, as a defensive coach, you watch Jack Del Rio do that for three years and then in year four say, what if we just ran it back? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, but Michael did commit to the push-ups bet, and we said we were going to do it this week. I, I decided I think we need to push it back to next week so you can train this weekend and so you have no excuse for the bowling competition tomorrow that we're all excited for. I'm super fired up to, to roll tomorrow down at River City Roll. We're going to have a little, little throwdown over the lunch hour. Super pumped about that. Uh, I, I have done no training for the push-up bet at any point since it was made. Uh, that is a mistake. I don't know if this is the weekend or not, but uh, I, I am committed to the 50, and uh, we'll, we'll find a way. You, you need a win, Michael. As some would say you're, you're desperate for a win here. You had to buy the beers for the producers uh, after a bet that we placed on an NFL game. Uh, you have the push-ups bet. What are we putting on the line for the bowling competition? I, I just want to say, though, I'm winning big in the cancel-a-team competition. You, you, are in a, <laughs> you are in a bad spot in that one, and I feel great. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Uh, but what do you want to put on the line for bowling? Uh, we should make it a little juicy if we can I like it. Yeah, let's. Um, uh, you know, I, you, you caught me off guard here. Let's uh, let, let, let's brainstorm on that. We'll uh, we'll we'll see. Um, I think we should do, do something have... that's like the loser has to eat a disgusting vegetable on air or something like that. Oh, right? Yeah. Do they have hot sauce? You'd like take a shot of hot sauce or something? Oh, oh, I'm in on that. Shot of Tabasco for the loser. Shot of Tabasco on air for the loser. Yeah, that's a good bit. I like it. I'll commit. I'll commit to that. I, I don't want to go too high stakes here because, I, like I said, and look, you know, this is, this is what coaches do. They, they tamp down expectations, set the bar low. You've been bowling every Wednesday since the football season or every Friday since the football season started. I have bowled no times since the football season started. This is, this is a low expectation event for me. Right, but we do need to remind the audience you're from the Midwest where they do nothing but bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to really channel my roots. Uh, to succeed at this. There, there was a time when, when I was in college when I would have crushed you on the lanes. It would not have been close. That time is not now. My glory years have passed, but I'm going to see if I got one more role in me. Well, we got Michael Phillips on here for a little crosstalk. Let me ask you this. Washington Wizards made a move this morning firing head coach Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, firing him is not the right term. They they politely pushed him to the front <laughs> office yeah. uh, because of who his father is and what Wes Unseld Sr. meant to the organization. Uh, but I want to ask you the age-old question. Which D.C. sports team gets back, back to the postseason first and why? You know, I, I would have said the Capitals until recently, um, but, man, this fate has been abrupt and it has been hard. Uh, it's been hard to watch uh, as well as somebody who, who, you know, and all of us really only know the Capitals as a local power. You think back to, was that 07 when they snuck in the playoffs with Ovi at the very end of the year? And, and I mean, they've basically been a contender ever, ever since. And, and I think they've got one more playoff appearance in them, but I don't know if it's this year. I mean, the, the, the wheels are coming off awfully fast here. Uh, it, it's obviously not the Nationals or the Wizards. It's just not. Those are not good teams. Um, 
And, and so you look to the NFL, which is, uh, which is a sport where you can get good quickly. Uh, I would say, you know, maybe the caps in the short term, but long term, I'm, I'm buying some commander stock. Yeah, I mean, I am as well. The Capitals on a three-game losing streak, sitting at 50 points. Uh, Detroit has the number two wild card spot at 53, uh, but Devils and Islanders ahead of us. Pittsburgh uh, right on our behind as well. So it just feels like something's going to have to change uh, if the Caps are going to get into the postseason this year. I'm not sure that it can happen. Uh, you're right, it's absolutely not going to be the Wizards. You know... There are some people on these airwaves right now, including Grant Polson, who believes the Nats are, are less than two years away from making the postseason. Probably not this year, but uh, I think him and Ryan Clary, the host of Locked On Nationals, believe that they're going to be much improved this year, maybe even sneak into the playoffs. But you're right. I think we have to wait a full calendar year for next January to see one of our teams in the playoffs, and it could hopefully be the Commanders. Look, GP knows more baseball than I've forgotten in my life. I mean, that, that, or he's forgotten more baseball than I know. Whatever the saying is, <laughs> GP knows his baseball. What I know is there, are some, there is some great young talent coming up the ranks. They, they, they have some really good players that are going to play for the major league team. Ownership has shown no interest in pairing those players with quality veteran talent and building a true team around them until I see that commitment it is hard for me to commit to the Nats as a playoff team. Yeah, no, it's, that's great stuff right there. I, I, I totally agree. Hey, MP, we're going to be going to Vegas for the big NFL game that is played at the end of every season. I, I'm just getting so fired oh, up for this. And, um, uh, we, you know, we were kind of talking off air there about our plans for this trip. I love how we both are going to get in Sunday early afternoon and have a full day to experience Vegas before Radio Row begins. Man, I'm excited. You know, we'll go, we'll go see the NFL experience, right? And, uh, I mean, there's so many events around the game. Uh, can, can, I tell a, can I tell a Super Bowl story real quick? Absolutely. Um, because it involves Grant Paulson. Um, <laughs> he, can, he, can, he can corroborate this story. We're in New York. It's the New York Super Bowl. And, um, it, like, he's, he's more famous than me. So, so a lot of you know a lot of what I do at these events is ride the tails of more famous people. Like I can get <laughs> you into a, de- I can get you into a decent party, but I know people who can get into better parties. And so it's a lot of like, what are you up to tonight? What are you up to tonight? Well, you know, right. it's just fishing for the invite. Reminds me of my freshman year of college. You know, <laughs> nothing but yeah, that, it is exactly that. Um, they get invited to the Madden Bowl. Um, you know, the the championship of of Madden video game football which is being held on a cruise ship that they have docked in the harbor in, in New York. And on, I, I think it was the Hudson, one of the two sides of, of Manhattan. And so we get on this cruise ship. Uh, the, the party is just all the way turned up. A De La Soul performs. <laughs> um, Ludacris performs. Nice. And, yeah, then, then we're into whoever the next set is. And Luda comes back out and stops the show and says, hey, um, I lost a diamond ring during the set. I think it flew off my hand. Could everybody please stop and look around and see if you can find my ring? Um, which, which is the weirdest instruction to a crowd of all time. Uh, but, but like, he's serious. Like, he's like, I'm stopping this show. We got We got to find this. <laughs> um, now we're all trying to find the ring, but I don't know that we're trying to find the ring for Luda at this point. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the, the, the ring did not reemerge. Uh, but I had a lovely evening. 
<laughs> I, I'll tell you this. I I am obsessed with Ludacris. I'm I'm one of his biggest fans. Ever since the music video "Get Back, Get Back," when he had the the huge um, like wrists, you know what I'm talking about? He had like the. It oh, was yeah. like he was wearing Hulk gloves. I, that yeah. was just. I'll, I'll never forget that music video. <laughs> oh no doubt, yeah, yeah, an absolute staple. Um, we, we don't have time in this segment, but at some point we got to talk about this Usher halftime show. Uh, I'm more fired up for this than a lot of people. I was, I, was, I was taking the temperature of the young people last night when we were out at Hotel Green. They're not excited about the Usher halftime show. I think people are sleeping on how many hits he's got. I like Usher. I'm more excited for who he might bring out with him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's always one of the staples. Who's the celebrity guest going to be? Yep. On Fridays, we roll. It's a new rule here at 910 The Fan. And tomorrow, Michael Phillips and I will bowl in a bowling competition live on air from 12 to 3 p.m. on AWOD Radio. MP, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a ton of fun. You're listening to AWOD on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. So we got a big show coming up tomorrow. Of course, tomorrow will be the last day before the weekend, and everybody gets fired up for the NFL Conference Championship Games on Sunday with the Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs and the Niners hosting the Lions. Uh, We'll talk Chiefs with their reporter at 1230. I have locked in a 49ers reporter for 1.30. We'll talk Lions at 2.30, and I'm looking for a Ravens reporter for 2 p.m. So we'll have you covered all day Friday for the NFL Conference Championship games on Sunday. But joining us right now, talk a little NFL on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. It's Mark Schofield. What's going on, Mark? What's going on, Adam? How you doing today, my friend? I- I'm doing pretty well. Hey, I just thought of this question. Who do you think had the best year of all 32 teams, not including the four still remaining? I think you could probably make a case for two teams that lost this past weekend. Both of them lost on Saturday. That's the Green Bay Packers and the Houston Texans. Yeah, I I would say Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the reason why I would put those two teams up there is they're so wildly ahead of schedule. I mean, when you think back to how we viewed those two teams coming into the year. When you think back to, say, November, when, with respect to the Green Bay Packers, people in that area were wondered if Jordan Love was really going to be the answer or if they were going to have to draft a quarterback in the next draft. To have both teams not just get to the playoffs, but then win a playoff game, sure, they lost in the divisional round. Yes, the Texans sort of got blown out in the second half of that game and Love threw a bad interception that perhaps cost the Packers a chance to win. But to get to the divisional round and to be so wildly ahead of schedule, and perhaps most importantly, to be able to go into the offseason knowing that you have the quarterback in place. I think both teams right now believe that what they have is a franchise quarterback. Because of that, I think both of those teams had a very, very good year. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you there, Mark. couple coaches just got hired. Harbaugh leaves Michigan to coach the Chargers. What do you think of that fit? I think it's a good fit, but I do think that there's certainly a lot of excitement and buzz, and there are Chargers fans that believe that, like this could be the turnaround and the start of a big sort of run for that organization. It might take some time. We need to see what the staff is going to look like around him. We need to see what the general manager situation is going to be. This is a team that is anywhere from, dependent on estimates, 27 to $47 million over the cap. 
They had their season last year. They lost in the playoffs. They thought, look, we can make a deep run. They sort of restructured some deals and kicked that can down the road a bit. But that bill is going to come due. So we don't know exactly what kind of roster Harbaugh is going to have in place to coach. But I think the excitement stems from the fact that you have an offensive-minded head coach who has done some good work with quarterbacks, and you have Justin Herbert, and that you can certainly build around him. So I think this is a good hire, and the fit is good, but I think we should sort of temper expectations. I'm not really expecting overnight immediate success here. It might take a season or two. Yeah, I kind of think he will have success, and I think the the obvious thing is that He'll then leave that team in worse place uh, when he got there. I mean, it's just kind of what he does, um, you know, as a coach. He will have success, and then you'll be like, "Well, it was short-term success. Now we suck again." Uh, Panthers hire Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales as their new head coach. I didn't see that coming. What do you think? I had heard some rumblings that this is the way they were leading. And I think it makes sense because you've got the Bryce Young situation to sort out. And Canales did a tremendous job this year with Baker Mayfield. No, that's a team that, similar to the discussion we were having with the Packers and the Texans, not too many people thought the Buccaneers were playing on division or around weekend. I certainly didn't. And I didn't think that they would be in a situation where going into the offseason they'd be looking at Baker Mayfield as perhaps at least their sort of Geno Smith short-term answer at the position. But Canales did a great job with Baker Mayfield had him plan at a pretty efficient level, and I think they're hoping that he can get the best out of Bryce Young. This is a move that is made entirely with Bryce Young at the heart of it. They have to make sure they get the quarterback they thought they were drafted. Now, this will ultimately come down to whether that question gets answered positively or negatively, but I say given what they need to do and what they need to get out of the quarterback, this is a hire that makes sense. Mark Schofield with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline going around the National Football League here. Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, are those guys locks to become a head coach again this year, or could they maybe have to take a year off? I'm kind of leaning towards at least one, if not both of them, taking a year off. And mm. I think with respect to Belichick, it seems like, you know, it looked like that was going to be a done deal in Atlanta. It looked like he was coming in for the <laughs> second interview and – you know, he was coming in on the private jet, and it was gonna, you had to feel it was going to get announced at some point last week, and it didn't happen. Now they're having second-round interviews with a lot of other people. Bobby Slonick, the offensive coordinator for the Texans, it seems like he's in contention there because they have a quarterback situation to figure out, and you might think that might lead them towards the offensive-minded head coach. And so given that was the only spot Belichick's really been linked with, and it seems to be trending away from him, I think it's likely that he takes a year off, maybe does the TV thing, and then sort of revisits the landscape next year. As for Vrabel, you know, that might be – Atlanta could be a spot for him. You know, there could be some other potential scenarios where he gets a job. But it also seems like he might be waiting too. And I also wonder, look, he's an Ohio State alum. Ryan Day has done a great job on the transfer portal this year, and he's done a good job on the trail. But a couple of straight losses is to Michigan, and I know that – if they, you know, Harbaugh's now left Michigan. If Ohio State loses to Michigan again, how hot is the seat under Ryan Day? That way to be seen. But Vrabel, could he go back home, go back to campus? Maybe. He might be looking at that, too. So I think both of those coaches might be on the outside looking in when the sort of, when the music stops on this game of coaching musical chairs. Yeah, I just think that both of them have too much popularity around the league to take a step back and beat DCs. Like, I think yeah, Vrabel would be an awesome no. defensive coordinator in Washington. I just don't see that happening at all. Yeah, I don't see that happening either. I, I think he's going to hold out for a head coaching gig, and if it doesn't happen this cycle, 
still wait and see what the landscape looks like next year. All right, let's get to the games on Sunday. First question, which one do you think is going to be more entertaining? Ooh, that's a really tough call. I think these are going to be both entertaining, but I, I lean towards the AFC game as being the more entertaining game. You know, if you're somebody that loves offense, if you like dynamic quarterback play, you've got Lamar Jackson, you've got Patrick Mahomes. We're to see them do some special things in this game on Sunday, both inside and outside of the pocket. And I think that's going to be very entertaining to watch. You know, the other game, you might, you know, it might be a more physical game. The Detroit Lions certainly want to try to beat you up. That's what they do. One of the things they do very well. So in terms of just entertainment value, I think that AFC game is the one to watch. If you had to pick AFC or NFC Super Bowl champion right now, which conference are you picking? I'm leaning towards AFC. Yeah, same. It starts with the Baltimore Ravens. They're right now the best team in football. And what they did against the Houston Texans, particularly in the second half, with responding to their adjustments, responding to the blitz packages and stuff, they've given themselves a lot of ways to win. But look, if the Chiefs get in, you've got Mahomes, you've got Andy Reid with two weeks to get ready for that opponent that he's going to face, whether it's the Lions or the 49ers. So I think you look at those two teams, they're both very good teams, dynamic quarterback play. So I think whichever one advances, that's where I'll be leading when it comes to the Super Bowl pick. All right, Mark, we can't have you hanging on the fence here before we let you go. Who are you picking in both these games and why? So, the AFC game, I'm picking Baltimore. Again, they have so many different ways to beat you. Lamar Jackson is playing at such a high level. Mike McDonald's defense is playing at such a high level. 60 sacks in the regular season, most out of any team. I think they're going to get after Patrick Mahomes. And I also think the crowd's going to be a factor. I mean, you saw it Saturday. I think the Texans had seven pre-snap penalties on offense. That crowd's going to be into it from the first snap of the game. So, I like Baltimore. And the other game, I'm picking Detroit. And I know it's a little bit strange because the 49ers have played so well, but you've got Debo banged up. That is a different team when he's not in the game. He didn't practice on Wednesday. There's expectations he can go, but he's still working through pain. I love the way the Lions have built their team through the spine. They can play over the middle on offense. They can Mm. shut you down over the middle on defense. That's where the Niners like to live. I think the Lions are sort of built to win this game, so I like Baltimore and Detroit. Mark, always appreciate you taking the time, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, Adam. Enjoy the games this weekend. Yep, sounds good. That's Mark Schofield. Throw him a follow on social media. At Mark Schofield, I'm at AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. So the big news locally, the Washington Wizards move Wes Unsell Jr., to the front office, have hired the assistant coach, Keith to take over as the interim head coach, and then they will search for a permanent head coach in the offseason. I've seen a lot of people say the same thing I said on social media. Wes Unsell Jr. was not fired but moved to the front office because of what his dad meant to this franchise. Wes Unsell Sr. played for the Wizards, Coach for the Wizards, was a front office representative for a long time, and so Wes Sunsell Jr. will move to the front office, and the Wizards will be in action once again tonight, hosting the Jazz at Capital One Arena. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. Call AWOD, 833-804-0910. UVA got a big win last night 
in overtime. We'll go to University Drive, talk all things college hoops in the state of Virginia in the 2 p.m. hour. Also, Zach Joaquin will join us in studio to talk a little VCU hoops. He's the VCU Athletics beat reporter at the Richmond Times-Dispatch. I should let everybody know, new episode, alert, alert, new episode, Black Gold Fan Podcast is available right now on iTunes, Spotify, or the free Odyssey app. Just search Black Gold Fan Podcast. Stub, I saw an interesting story that reminded me of you. All oh, right? really? So uh, the teacher, this teacher in a class, all right, gave the students a list of 32 phrases that are prohibited. Banning popular teen slang. There were okay. a few comments. Good teacher. Not an easy stand to take. This will benefit the kids' education, lives, and careers. Another person said this is the type of teacher that will be hated now and then appreciated by their students later in life. I think it's a funny non-sports topic here because I love making fun of the younger generation, and I usually point to you that stuff. That is me. I am the younger generation. These are the words that this teacher has banned, and if you're caught using these words, you will have to write a short essay explaining why you chose to use these in an academic setting to express yourself. All right? Can we get a, a list of a dinger and a dong sound effect here? All right? If you use these terms, Stub, all right? Because we're looking at the Gen Zers, the, the younger members out there. The first term, all right? Remember, these words are prohibited to be used in a classroom, according to this teacher. Went viral on social media. Number one, bruh. That's a ding. That's a dang first up. But I, I think I use it ironically at this point. Okay. Like, I don't actually say bruh when yeah. I'm, like, offended okay. or anything. Also, this whole list is stupid, and I would hate the teacher. Really? I'm, like, I can already tell. I haven't read it, but immediately off of you having to write an essay for saying bruh, this well, isn't helping anyone. Well, well, I, I, <laughs> I think it's a good idea, though, because... Man, I mean, the whole thing of this slaps, that slaps. You can't understand the younger generation now. They're flip-flopping around in their Crocs, and they think they're on top of the world. And you know what they don't know how to do? They don't know how to write a check. Yes, Because we they do. don't get taught yes, cursive. We do. Yes, we do. Oh, my God. You don't need cursive to write a check. You might know how to write a check. A lot of people your age do not know how to. And I believe me, because I worked with one at my last <laughs> job, and he asked me for help on that. He didn't know how to write 295. Okay, well, I can write a check. I don't know All why. Right. I don't know who's All right, being So just give this. me a thumbs up if we're dinging or we're donging. Number two, SOB. It's not the SOB that I use. It is standing on business. Standing on business. I don't use that one. I but I, I bet your friends do. Nah. <laughs> I, just like, so that's a, that's a dong. Okay. That's a dong. You might, you, yeah, go. You might be too old for this list because you're not in high school in fact you're true, I am. now eight years removed from high school uh five five okay <laughs> um i was get, i was going through based off freshman okay, um but... number three ooh wee ski ye and that is popular from i guess that song right i don't that, even know that, this there's is like new. a I don't female know rapper <laughs> that goes like ski ye ski ye i've heard i've heard kids do okay, it I'm i actually Heard, you know, VCU students doing it at a game one time. Okay. And that leads to number four. It's not the ooh-wee ski. It's just ski. Um, mm. Number five, you ate that up. I, you say that stuff? Oh, dude. Oh, like, like that ate? Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, this say eats. it in a sentence. Like this eats. What? This, like, I don't this, know. this segment eats? No, like my, my roommate will come out in an outfit and he's like, is this good? And I'll go, it eats. <laughs> An outfit. Yeah, it ate, it ate, that ate. So it's not like he's going to prepare a nice dinner no, no, and say, no, no, hey, no, no. It's Stubbs, like this, does this, this eat? This eats, this eats. So is that just replace that slaps, I guess? The, I mean, Instead I, of slapping, I, it eats. It's weird. All right, number number six here, that's cap. I'll, of I'll course, cap. of course cap. you <laughs> use that stuff. Number seven, what up, gang? 
No, I've, I've heard. I've actually heard millennials use that. What up, gang? That sounds more millennial yeah, than yeah. Zoomer. Uh, number eight, I, I use this one all the time on text messages. Bet. B-E-T. Oh, yeah. Bet. Just bet. Bet. Yeah. Are you coming over? Yeah, I'll, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Bet. See, look, why? I don't. This is stupid. Why is this a banned phrase? Well, because I, you, if you're trying to get an education, there's better words to use than bet. You know? What is. What is what is talking to my friend you need, here's in between the thing is, doing homework have to, to do with my education? We need to teach these kids to develop no, a vocabulary so they're not using these dumb terms all this day. Isn't it, it's not dumb term. It's slang. There's been slang forever. All right. Number <laughs> nine here. Oh, my God. Yeah, what? Uh, I, I, oh. I think you should be able to say that. But yeah. I understand that. But this next one does tilt me because I hear it all the time. On God. On God. You you like that? For, on I God. Don't, what are we saying here? What do you on mean God, on dude. God? On God. All right, number eleven, not on God, but on my mama. <laughs> no, I, I've never I've never done that. I like that more than God. Oh yeah, on my mama, I'm gonna do my homework. <laughs> I've been I've been a, a little too many your mom's jokes recently. Really? I kind of slip into it. Okay. My my friend will just say, uh, "What were you doing last night?" And I'll be, "Oh, your mom." With your mom, you know, yeah. it just, <laughs> it just it just kind of comes out. I don't I think use about that all, it. It all just the time happens with my friends too. That my friends always ask me, like, "Who's that basketball player?" Your mom. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like I don't even think about it. Yeah, or if somebody asks me who's this football player, I immediately oh, answer LeBron. <laughs> I, it's just just to piss people off. Uh, number twelve on my dead mom, dad, aunt, cousin, family, friends, or associate. <laughs> You never say on my dead person. I don't really have any dead family. Okay. Number 13, I actually love this word. I'm so all in on this word, and I feel like I've got a lot of it. Okay. Not charisma, but riz. No. Riz is such a millennial thing now. Really? Uh, Yeah. It's, it's even lame. older older people are saying it too. Like yeah, I heard EB on the junkies it's, talking about race. If EB saying it, it's it's not a Gen Z <laughs> thing anymore. I'm pretty confident in that. All right, how about this one? What's up, G? No. Okay. Number fifteen. In the cut with my twin. That's never heard that. I we used to say in the, in the cut, cut in twin. school. Well, not in with my twin. That's a weird one. But we used to say in the cut. Like where are you at? Oh, we're in the cut. Basically, we're just like. In a random spot that we don't want to give you the location. Right. I, I think so far, uh, on God is my most used okay. phrase. Oh, that's that's good on that God. it's only one of these phrases, because a lot of these are terrible. Number 16, <laughs> just vibe. No. Number 17, I'm going to have you pronounce it, G-Y-A-T. Gyat. <laughs> I know you use that. The I don't way, use, I don't the use way it. you I don't said use that it. so confidently. I don't use it. I, I think it's a funny word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Well, that's, um, that's when referring to to a rear end. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, you I go. Know. She's got something back. There. <laughs> that's 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 how you would use that. Stop. You're making my day here. All right. Instead of on God, this is on bro. No. I've never heard that real. one before. That's fake. Um, number nineteen on hood. Nope. I, okay, I, I will say gyat should be. They, they, you shouldn't have kids saying yeah, that. Right? You can ban now. Like some, Thank like you. if it's like sexual, I'm like that's like yes, like number I, twenty, gang, 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 gang. No, you, I don't. I don't use that. Was, no, that was but I, a I lot of Gen Z, a lot yeah. of younger kids say that. Gang, gang. Not even They just not throw anymore. it out I've, there I've randomly. Moved on. Gang, gang. Yeah, man, this Fortnite game is awesome. Gang, gang. Um, number twenty-one. Uh, the N-word. Yeah, obviously you can't say yeah, that. I number mean, twenty-two on me. No. no. Number twenty-three on the set. No. Twenty-four. I I used to work with the, with this girl that was like twenty-one, and she would say this, and it was so weird to me. Instead of what you mean, right? If you say something like some, sometimes I mumble, sometimes oh, right, yeah. I'll yeah, be like, "Stop!" I'm going to blah blah blah. And you're like, "What do you mean?" Instead of saying what you mean, she says, "Freak you mean." 
Nope, that's a new one. That is a weird one. one. That's a weird one. Freak you mean. (laughs) Freak you mean we don't have any more dino nuggets. Uh, Number 25, period. Period. You say that. I've heard you say that. I mean, just I I don't like that one. All right. Exclamation mark. Whatever. Uh, 26, (laughs) mindian? Munion? What is that? Like, mind your business? M-U-N-Y-U-N? Munion? Munion? No, I don't know. All right. 27, big dog. Big dog. That's actually one of my favorite terms. I think that's. I call Zach McHugh big dog. Yeah, all the I think time. that's that's just a that's right? a term of endearment. You're a big dog. Yeah, big Michael dog. Phillips is my big dog, uh, but I understand kids shouldn't be saying big dog. You should be saying you know my my big my classmate my big homework helper. Well, there's other. <laughs> I'm not good with vocabulary either, probably because I was using slang all throughout high school. Um, number twenty eight, motion and or big motion. I don't understand that. I, one. I think I I think this is vague. Lee in my hemisphere, but I don't think motion. I, really... I know that I was calling motion when I was playing freshman basketball. We go up the court, motion, run the motion <laughs> offense, but not for big motion. Uh, right. Twenty nine, just vibe, just uh, uh, vibe, or is, vibe just is... vibe twin. No. I don't know what is uh, this vibe, twin thing. Vibe is kind of out. Gen I'd Zs say. and the younger they love to say twin. I guess. I think if anything, like it's a vibe would oh, yeah. be bigger. Yeah, but good. Um, what's up, twin? What is this twin? I don't thing? know. <laughs> I don't know. Thirty-one N I E Nye. What is it? N-I-E. We're not watching Bill Nye, so let's just. I don't, I don't I know. This that is one. another. And then thirty-two. It says it's you. There's a blank at the end of this, and you can't say the phrase. It's it's giving. It's giving. Oh, I say that all the time. I know you do. I said. <laughs> oh, I know it's you giving. do. It's, it's giving. giving share, as it's they giving B D E vibes or something <laughs> like that, right? I mean, this list is wild, Stub. I'm gonna hold you to it. All right. I'm not going to let you say any of these 32 words on air. All right, I'm what cutting you, you off. I, I control it. I do not. I, well, I do not have. I don't <laughs> have a punishment you can't yet. Turn off my bike. But believe me, I could ask. I could ask, ask you to write a short essay explaining why you chose to use these words in a professional radio setting. On God? <laughs> See? Are you kidding me? I, I'm going to give you homework, Stub. You know I will. Um, man, so. All right, so what was your favorite of these? I actually, I think Riz probably my favorite. Yacht is so funny. Really? <laughs> I think it's the only one that I think shouldn't be. I don't well, understand. I mean, oh, that and the N-word, I think, I, I, are the two well, yeah, ones well, that are fair. I don't on understand that you ate that up. I mean, that's This just, eats. I, that I, ate. Like, what do you mean it eats? Like, it eats. Left uh, no crumbs. What? That's what you say. You ate, you left no crumbs. You ate the whole plate, really. So how would you use that in a sentence? I don't no. understand. It's the same way as, like, if someone walked out with a good outfit. Yeah. Oh, my God, you left no crumbs. What? <laughs> If somebody said that to me, I would go change my outfit and probably no, no, wash it's my a, it's face because like, no, I think great. I had breadcrumbs no, on my face or you, something. This eats. This eats. This eats. All right. <laughs> I guess this segment eight. This segment. This segment eight. This segment I, I eight. Will say, I will say it eight. Yeah. <laughs> if Stub liked the segment, that means the younger generation probably supported it. All right. If you want to chime in, if you have any words that are crazy slang that you think should have been included on this list, prohibited. Uh, from a teacher in this classroom. Give us a call, 833-804-0910. On God, 833-804-0910. On my mama. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.